At Acuity Insurance, we believe that when you let your heart take the lead, amazing things happen. Possibilities become plans. Startups get started. Ideas on napkins turn into brick and mortar. When you lead with your heart, you build a business you're proud of and a life you love. So lead with your heart. We'll protect it with ours. Discover business, home, and auto insurance at acuity.com. Acuity, a mutual insurance company and other companies. Not all products available in all states. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gloves, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. Man, I make a buck scram. I'm trying to show what up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Monday edition of Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Sam's the one and twos. Your number is 736-9760. We are broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment, or first segment, I should say, is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports grind. 736-9760. What's up, man? I'm in the middle, baby. Let's get it. You ready? I'm ready. Ready to go, Sam? How you doing? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, let's see what we have to get into uh, today. We've got some uh, quite a bit of things going on. Um, we've got uh, what? MLB who um, has um, given a proposal, finally gave a counterproposal a couple hours ago. Yeah, because this, um, this morning they hadn't, so they, they snuck yeah, one in. This right? one's a little over 70 games with pay cut. Um you know, so we'll see what happens. I mean, they're the only sport right now that hasn't come to an ag- agreement on how they're going to resume. Uh, PGA Tour has a golf tournament this week. Um, basketball is going to be back on July 31st. At the end of July, playoffs will start. Where regular season, regular left, season, whatever right. it is, it's a tournament, man. It's playoffs. <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, this. Whatever. That's another conversation, but. That gets going. Also, um, <clears throat> you know, UFC's been trucking along. So baseball, <clears throat> excuse me, baseball continues to look um, What's that? a little bit, um, look bad, really. You still on them? Well, I mean, because they're, they're arguing, because it's not about safety and testing anymore. It's straight up about money. And they let the and they had no problem with letting the cat out the bag uh, on that early. So... That's kind of where we're at. So we'll have to see how this one goes because, again, logistically and time-wise, they're running out of time, per se. Have to do a phone uh, interview with Salami to, or something. Yeah, they're they're running out of time. 
to make a decision, just to make it work. Um, you know, and I think it's ironic, too, because, you know, this coming up week, you have the verge of, uh, you know, you have the next 30 for 30 coming up with the uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire that's going to really? debut Sunday. That's a weird and, time, and, ain't it? Yeah, and then that's the whole thing about, you know, they saved baseball coming off the strike and everything because if they don't have a season, you I, I will basically just go ahead and call it what it is. They don't strike again. This is another strike on work stoppage. Uh, you know, so we'll keep our ear <clears throat> to see if things develop during the week uh, for that, uh, for they come to an agreement. Um, also, we've got college uh, football news, Iowa, going on with Iowa. Yeah, Ferrance and the strength strength and conditioning coach. Really popular strength and conditioning coach, but only because of his salary. Well, I won't say only, but in mm-hmm. big part because of his salary. He's one of the guy who makes like 800000 I know I think Alabama's is – Close to a million, if not a million, but Chris Doyle. Huh. Yeah, a lot Dang. of people starting to speak out and you across said, the what, country. And what did you have about Kurt Prince? What did you, what did you say? I just don't know. Again, I mean, when you talk about, you know, Rick Patino's, Roy Williams, Bill Self, you talk about a guy in France that's been at a program for 22 years. When they play the I Had No Idea card, I have a hard time believing them. Some of these guys might be telling the truth. But, you know, Hmm. I don't think you get to keep a job for 22 years and you don't know everything that's going on on your your campus with amongst your team, amongst your team and amongst your coaches. So I have a hard time believing that Kirk didn't know anything that was going on as far as – I mean, keep in mind, 2011 or 12, they had like 13 guys be hospitalized for being overworked. Um, that was brushed under again. That was like seven, eight years ago that happened. So I, I just I have a hard time believing I'm not saying that they're lying, but I have a hard time believing that they didn't know that this coach sometimes used stereotypical racial tones to certain players, you know, made certain players with the ADHD feel dumb. I have a hard time believing that. That French knew nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, that he knew nothing about Chris Doyle. I have a hard time believing it. <clears throat> and it's one of those, so again, because of where we are, like if this was just, if there was no COVID-19, there's no, you know, George Floyd, we're not burning the country down, not protesting all over the country. This is one of those sports stories, and sports is just trucking along. That would be a big deal because of how long Kirk French has been there. Yeah, I mean, um, he's yeah, he's been there a, a long time, uh, per se, and I know he's called out to some of his former players as well, too, uh, in regards to investigating this about their uh, conditioning coach. Yeah. So um, you'll see more of that go on and more of that uh, play, uh, display out. Um, two points on a well, question I've got for UFC person. Uh-oh. Um, and then, and I'll start with the UFC statement first. Uh, you know, this thing with Conor McGregor is getting kind of old between what he retired again, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a red flag. Whenever he retires, it's just because he can't get his way or negotiation wise with uh, Dana White. So that's getting old. But the other question I have, uh, it's really a two part question. Number one, to UFC person, is anybody? Is is anybody can anybody beat this Amanda Nunes chick? And number two, part of that is like, what's different between her and Ronda Rousey when Ronda Rousey was unable to get beaten? 
Well, time out. What do you mean? What's the difference? What are you getting at? I mean, just because the fact of it is like, is it which one's more prep? Because I don't think anybody's beat oh. Amanda Nunes, man. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Maybe she does have an L, but, but I, she's I, beat she hasn't lost she, in a while. Yeah, she's beat all the she's beat all the top dogs. Yeah, because you know I thought I mean because from what I've seen or just I've heard and paid attention, she looks unbeatable, and that's what we used to say about uh, Rousey before she got laid out. Um, you know, so that's the question I have for UFC. But they came off another fight this weekend, and and again, Connor kind of still the. Still, the show because for whatever reason, I don't know what the reason is. I, I'm not a, I'm not a UFC guy, but as far as your question about Nunez, I, for whatever reason, Ronda seemed more, um, I guess, marketable. She seemed more popular, even though you know she was. And I think her resume is better than Rousey because again, when Rousey was coming up, it hadn't. We didn't have as many women. We have more women fighters now. We have mm. more experienced women fighters. We have women fighters that are that are honing their skills. They're better at the sport. But for whatever reason, Ronda, I mean, Ronda was in the Fast and Furious. You know, she was like, she was pretty much one of the faces of UFC. I don't know if I'd go that far with Nunez, but maybe she is. I'm not sure. Oh, well, but, I mean, I knew she's But Ronda her. seemed more more marketable for, they. well, they used Ronda more than they do her. Than than they do Amanda. I mean Amanda's from Brazil, but I, I mean she's. I don't know if they go out of their way to market her, but if you if you pay any attention to UFC, you she's can't go without knowing who that is. I mean I don't even consider myself as a casual passerby UFC fan. I mean I you know uh, I you know I don't. So but they, but I know who she is. You yeah, know, I, I know, know how she good is. she is. You know so uh, you know. Other than my man cut. Diaz, Diaz, that's the only one that I really pay attention to. You got a fresh cut? Yeah. On Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. I what mean, they he's, about? It, What's this going it's on different, in the shop? Man, when it's all a when it's appointment. And it's, it's just y'all two in there. Well, L's in there and sometimes, but you hardly get that that whole, you know, thing. But, of course, George, uh, George Floyd, Dak. It, I mean, it's going to be Dak conversation in there until something gets done. Yeah. Either way, I'm digging my heels on that. They're they're not down with it. <laughs> like whatever, man. You know, you know, money sends a message too how somebody's treated, but they don't hear me. You know, yeah. they don't understand that. But um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much what we talked about in there. Uh, and, but uh, did you see the, also? I don't know if you saw, but Lamarcus Aldridge had a season-ending right shoulder surgery. So he oh, won't. Did that be. just come down the wire? I didn't hear. Missed that one. Um, I didn't know that. Who wouldn't reported that one? I missed I said, that how one. Long, I, I, how long ago did this drop, Sam? Uh, about five minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah that's that hasn't been long. But it came out. Apparently, he had the surgery back uh, October twenty fourth. Right. Or I'm not October. April twenty fourth. I mean. Right. I know what you meant. I knew it wasn't way back in October. We were still playing. Yeah, that wouldn't make <laughs> no, sense. No, I got you. But, yeah, so he's had right shoulder surgery, and he won't be able to play in the eight-game play-in. Yeah, you might. You, you wonder if you've seen the last game of him in a uniform already. Why do uh, you always Spurs? go to the edge of the world? I just, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I mean, I can't really kill him for having this surgery. No, it I don't look know. Like, it didn't look like they were going to come back, and if they did, it didn't look like it was going to be this amount of teams that were going to ask to come back. So I won't kind of kill him for that. Um, and again, he had it in April. Where are we at, June? You know, maybe he thought that was early enough. Or, or maybe he thought, we like, man, we ain't playing. Like, you got to remember where we were in April. Hmm. You know, in April, we were like, dude, we ain't going to be able to come outside till August. Nobody knew anything. So, yeah. 
You know, for all for all he knew, one he needed the surgery. It'd be worse if he was like, "Oh, by the way, I know we're about to start July 31st, and the shoulders just been bothering me. I'm gonna go get sh- I'm gonna go get surgery today, and we're in June. That would be quote unquote looking bad." But he had it back in April. But it's just not. He just ain't got right just yet. And not only that, I mean, you might be looking at it. I don't. I haven't broken it down. Maybe you're just looking at it just like KD came out and said he's done. Yeah. KD said he's done. Kyrie said only way he can help a team is from the bench. So they're both done. Maybe just looking at it like, dude, the way it's set up for the Spurs is not impossible, but it's going to be very, very tough to get in anyway. Why even aggravate it? Yeah. And well, you're coming off cold turkey. Like, you haven't really been able to do much. You well, Kevin's, Kevin's coming off of a major type of surgery, which I get. A LaMarcus, year ago. This is one of those LaMarcus that if there were a team that the season paused and they were sitting in a top three position at the West, I believe this is something he could have played Possibly. through and had in the offseason. I have no idea. So, I don't know what type of I, I don't want to put LaMarcus in the same breath of KD ever. <sighs> but at the end of the day, I think this is one of those if he has it, you can bang up to go. Speaking yeah. of Spurs, man, saw Pop's what? video uh, that went Saturday. I know you said we'll they already made it. the made the video, but I got to see that and had some comments on that. And when we get back, we'll get yeah. to Fox News Day's phone call. You listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. They're back and open and kicking. Make sure you go to their website or Facebook page for all their new policies and details as well, too. That's Rounders, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, before we continue, jump into some NFL talk. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Fox News. Dave, Dave, you on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, man? Thanks for taking my call, guys. No what up, man? Hey, I'm glad we continue to talk about Mr. Floyd, and I hope that these conversations continue for a long time and don't fade anytime soon. Um, The views and opinions here are my own here, but I've been doing a lot of thinking, and I've been doing a lot of listening to basically anybody that I can listen to here. And the other day, you all were painting kind of a picture. You used the term, you know, paint things with a broad brush and, and whatnot, and a few things came to mind that I wanted to share. Uh, the broad brush, broad brush is that this is a racist country, and I want to push back a little bit and say that mm-hmm. there is racism, racism in this country. There's no doubt about that. Always has been, and, and it seems like it's not going to go anyone anytime soon. Uh, but racism is taught is another thing that I know, and I know that for a fact. Uh, I also know that tolerance is taught, and so there are cures, if you will, to to the racism attitude. Uh, another thing I've noticed, too, is you don't have to be a racist to do something that is racist or sounds racist. Um, smart, good people sometimes do stupid things. So it's a matter of learning and, and being able to to change and adapt to what's going on. You have to respect differences. Another broad brush is all these protesters and demonstrators are just a bunch of thugs and criminals, and, and that can't be farther from the truth, man. Protesting, demonstrating, even disruptive uh, that's red, white, and blue as you get. It, that's how this country was built and what it's amount to. Unfortunately, the thugs and the criminals were wearing uniforms that day and watched and allowed a man to die that should not have. 
Another thing I've been hearing a lot, this is mostly on sports talk, uh, a lot of people getting together and talking, and I hear the term over, the, the, the statement over and over, I don't know what it's like to be a black man. And that's true, but to me that kind of misses the mark. I don't know what it's like to be Rudy Johnson. I don't know what it's like to be Calvin Casey or, or, or Salami or Sam, but I do know enough that, you know what, in some ways we're different, but I think in most respects we're actually the same. And again, we embrace those differences and, and work on those similarities. And here's the big finish here. Um, the uh, I didn't I don't know I didn't know George Floyd. I've never met the man. Obviously, I don't know what it's like to be him. But one thing that I do know, and this will haunt me, is when his life was ending, the last GD thing he wanted was to breathe. Thanks again for taking my call. All right, Fox. Good phone call, Fox News. Appreciate the love. Good phone call. Yeah, a Good lot of things call. you said in there was correct. Um, yeah, that's it's uh, it's just a, like kind of going in before we finished the first segment talking about Iowa and the conversations. I mean, it's just one of those that I feel that you know I'm one of those people that things happen for a reason, no matter how bad mm-hmm. they are. And then you just look at all the all the things that have lined up to get to this point in regards to the last two or three months to get the type of reaction from the country, not only the world, uh, in regards to going through a pandemic, no sports involved, nothing just shut down. It's all um, almost makes you wonder is there a higher calling that basically had to send a message some way and per se in that. But on the NFL side over the weekend, since we left on Friday, uh, Roger Goodell, uh, probably from his basement, since we got to know a chance what it looked like during the draft, released a message, a mm-hmm. video, um, condemning you know racism in the NFL and this. I know you said that you he had the docket we were wrong. in we the were docket. Wrong you said, is the owners going to uh, fall in line, or is it going to be pushback? I know there's been some conflicting reports. I know some people have said that, you know, some owners didn't know this and that. In my opinion, there's two things. Number one, um, no one's really talked about it, but I think this is another one of those. um, His name hasn't been brought up, but I do think this is another one of those Jay-Z's effects in regards to his partnership with the NFL. I don't know if that happens Without him, because again, you know, Jay's made calls behind scenes uh, since this has gone down with Mr. Uh, Floyd, you know, to the Minnesota and all that. And he understands the connection, what it was from the cap thing. Jay heard the criticism he took in general. I think definitely there was some phone calls made in regards to what are we going to do or what are y'all going to do in this? That's my opinion. That's what I think. Um, Number two, I don't believe that, and to answer your question you had in the docket, I don't believe Roger did this with a lot of the owners not knowing. I don't, oh, you I don't think believe they yeah. You think they knew he was going to do this? I think this? majority of them knew because at the end but of the day. But do they still, I mean, are, are we taking the statements that were released from all the teams last week? Are we taking those as the owners speaking or should these owners? Is, uh, have you heard anything from Jerry Sam? A guy that talks as much as Jerry does. I mean, I know they had the Cowboys video. Or whatever. Are we taking their statements and the videos that are released as the statements from the owners? You talking about the individual statements right. that you see, man? Uh, well, you know, you have any, any statement that you have released, no matter what the topic is by a professional sports team, let alone the NFL, you usually have a PR department and stuff like that that gets something together and it's approved and it's ran by the owner. But this is what we're going to release. It's not necessarily an owner, and not all. And I'm not saying every case, but majority of it is not necessarily an owner sitting there in front of his email typing up a response. 
Um, so that part of that, I don't know. I don't know how many of them really directly sit there, types of them. I don't know how much is from the PR department. But what I know from the video Roger Goodell and the words that he used, um, I, I would be shocked. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say no way, but I would be shocked and surprised that if not at least 70% of the ownership knew what he was going to say and release that. Because what we've always said on this show, which is true, he Roger works for, the works for the owners. And we all know publicly the microscope for the last four years that's been involved in the NFL with criminal justice reform, um, rights, you know, all that stuff that has brought Jay-Z into the NFL, that the Colin Kaepernick. So, and not only that, the reason what makes me comfortable saying that is because this was a big lawsuit going back and forth between Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. So with Goodell going out there and saying what he said, I wouldn't see that a Goodell just saying, hey, you know what, I feel like I've got to say something, do something, I'm going to make this video without making – majority of the owners aware now did some did some owners know exactly what he was going to say or did they miss the memo probably but i don't think goodell just went Good cold point. turkey on this one and my and my in my belief no, now you. uh the question is kind of sticking where you want to stick to about the owners are yeah. the owners going to fall in line um this is one of these situations to where um i think they really where we're at in the country and what what we witness and where this is at right now um, and the severity of it, um, you know, by the time the season starts, I doubt it very seriously unless they unless these officers and the main officers uh, cop, a, cop a plea deal. Uh, trial will not have been started and finished. So so it's still going to be uh, there. It's not going to finish once they uh, put his body to rest tomorrow and all of a sudden, we're going to leave from this, not on this one, because all eyes on it in the world. So the answer to your question, I think they have no choice uh, but to majority kind of I fall agree. in line. Uh, because of the players that are involved, the video that I spoke on that the players made last Thursday or Friday, where those people in those videos, the average age was like 25 years old. Those are your young stars. And not only that, you had some big big names in there. So uh, I think they have no choice. You good with this just being a broad stroke? Instead Meaning of like, and like as far as like, hey, we were wrong to not listen to the players. You think it should have been like a direct sentence, a direct statement to Cap See, al this, along with along with the other players? That's been the million-dollar question. Only but because to me, he's the only one that really lost his I, gig I, behind I it. I think it should, but again – I don't know if that's going to come because of the of the legal situation. This was a settlement and a... If you could put all the wonders of the world into one place, you'd end up with something very much like Key Largo. Key Largo is not only the gateway to the Keys, it's the launching point for the untamed Florida Everglades. In fact, from snorkeling our living coral reef to fly fishing the Everglades backcountry, Key Largo offers the best of both worlds. For more about Key Largo and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash keylargo. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Closed document, sealed document. 
that both parties can't really can't speak about on. Anymore. And if you come out and and I'm not saying they won't, but I wouldn't hold my breath if you're waiting for that. Because if you come out and say that and you directly make it about cat, we made a mistake, then basically you're admitting to what you fought him in a court, and basically Great you're point. incriminating yourself in regards to you blatantly out blackballed him based off of his stance and bad for business because fighting for a peaceful protest and do that. That's why I'm not holding my breath for because there's legal situations yeah. involved. I forgot about that part of it. I mean, that's the way that that's the way I look at it. But it's crazy. But, it's like okay, like we we saw someone get murdered on camera and the country's on fire. Okay, we'll admit we were wrong. We should have let you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look what it took to be able to exercise one of your rights as an American. You know what I'm saying for those football players like, "Oh, someone's murdered on camera. The country's on fire." Damn. Are bad, mm-hmm. you know. The other hundred wasn't good enough. But then you still have some people that is still not good enough. They're still fighting pushback on it. I mean, I, I don't know if they're owners, but I'm talking. Oh, about just in general, people, just yeah, in yeah, general. yeah, for real, sure, for sure, general. for sure. For and sure, then we'll sure. get back in reference yeah. to uh, 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 Donald's stance on this and Drew Brees, and I'll give my thoughts on that as well too. You listen to the sports grind seven three six nine seven sixty. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza in Leon Springs. Still carrying uh, carry out. Also, they have a new location in Alamo Ranch. Open it up soon. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... Uh, yeah, but go back to your question before moving on. They have, I, I think, for the most part, where we're at, they're going to have to stand on line. Now, I never the one man that you brought up. Uh, I never thought about thinking about. Well, well, have we heard anything from Jerry? Has Jerry said anything? Well, I think. Jerry, I mean, the Cowboys did release a video. Keep that in mind. Again, and that may just be. I can accept that. From, go ahead, Sam. Before I say, oh. Uh-huh. From most teams, because from most teams, I could not spot their owner if he walked in this room right now. The reason I ask if you heard from Jerry is because Jerry will comment on referees, wide receivers, standing for the anthem or not. None of my teams, my team, none yeah, of my, I think that's if you want to start on this team. So that's why I know, again, they release, and I would accept that from most teams, but from a guy like Jerry and or Steven, whoever you want to put it on, that comment on everything to not hear from them is weird. Um, I agree with that. And for the one part you said in there, which I was going to go ahead and bring that up is the fact that he was very outspoken. He was the one owner uh, that came to the forefront uh, when the whole four years ago talking about none of his players uh, are going to nail. I believe he's one of the owners. Uh, that was on the forefront uh, when 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 uh, Trump decided to inject himself into this a, as a political movement uh, for his base, and that and that I never thought about that, but since you bring it up, that is true. I mean, it is type, uh, you know, for Jerry to for those reasons. 
uh, because of he's not just and we don't even have to add the whole, you know, commented on Dez or I think about when I'm in the shower, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Just for the simple <laughs> fact of what we're talking about right now and the issues of about the four years with the NFL and the flag debate, he was the face and leading the charge. And that's what I told you that night on Arizona when they played Arizona that night. That whole time after that, after Trump dropped the SOB on him, that whole was a fake thing for me with Jerry with the nil at the, the arm length on that. I said that at that point. But he definitely, I mean, and you know what? And honestly, you know, I've got to look at, you know, as we get ready, you know, camp in another month or so, as we get ready and things get back to some normalcy, I've got to look at some of those players on the Dallas Cowboys. Are like, where are y'all at? Yeah, I mean, I mean, where, sure where, I mean, where, where are y'all at? Yeah, Rudy. But there's a lot of dudes in the league right now that is basically sitting there and marching. I mean, you, you I mean, there's uh, not just marching, but have or speaking up about it. I mean, the last time I checked, I mean, uh, Drew Brees is the New Orleans Saints. And Michael Thomas, I mean, he's one of the top wide receivers. He just got paid, but he he challenged he, he challenged Drew Brees on social media publicly. Yeah, I mean that, that's the and I and I and again and there's a lot of Dallas fans out there that give some of these Cowboy players and Jerry a pass when it comes when it when it Absolutely. comes to this stuff because of it's Dallas and it's the star and it's that. So I think it's a valid question. Go ahead, Sam. Uh, just something on the video that the Cowboys put out. You know, one thing they said in there is it's you know that was a, uh, a process they started two years ago in working on those videos, and that's the first one I've ever seen. Damn, it took so, them two years. So what have you been doing for two years, and why do you roll it out now and <laughs> and put that it. out in in, in, in replace of a statement? That's, Great question, I, I Sam. Don't, I don't believe they've been. Working Great question, on that for Sam. Two that's years. a fair question. That's a crock. No, that's I mean again. I wish we get back. I mean, again, I, I know where we're at. You know, I'll be glad when somebody starts something as far as basketball, football, baseball, so we can, you know, stop looking around. But, you know, with Goodell's comments from the basement, the bunker, no pun intended, Breeze going, not and not in a disrespectful way, but letting Trump know, like, no, it ain't okay anymore. I wonder, have they taken kind of – the power, the foot, or, or 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 the hold that he had over the NFL four years ago—if they've taken that away from you him now, of Trump? yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Because before they were kind of lock and step with him, and a now, doubt. and without, now with Goodell speaking out against, it's kind of like, damn. When when you have this is the this is the reality of the thing. Because Trump it's today because, was like, is is Goodell? He tweeted like, is Goodell but, saying but, it's okay but, to but, kneel? But see, what 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 Trump has to realize is first off, like I said, he's getting some bad advice around him, and he's playing a dangerous game. He, and this that is man a guy. Don't take advice. This, this, this is a guy. Well, this. I mean, when it comes to this, when it comes to this type of stuff, I mean, this is a right, guy. Trust me, I, I've, I've read books on this dude. I've, I've I've looked at him even before looking at the president. And this is a guy that is self centered. Is going to do whatever he needs to at all costs to get his mission done, whether it's basically filing for chapter 13 bankruptcy a couple times doing all that he plays the laws that was written and he plays the game i'm telling you to answer your question he doesn't have he can't you he can't he can't utilize that safe haven in the nfl anymore to basically go ahead and please his base i really don't and that's really what he's playing a dangerous game because he's so focused on those trump radicals 
uh, that are basically in regards to latching onto the flag or whether this is this is a uh, Soros that's paid for this or this is just a Hulk in the base administration. No, he can't. He can't do that. And I, and I, that's the reason why you even bring up Jerry. Jerry was the main one that he was bouncing this off of. Robert Kraft is his guy too. Uh, at the so, but no, I, I think that that's that's ship has sailed. I don't think the NFLs can crumble. I mean, the owners are going to crumble to this anymore because you can't, um, especially where the time that we're at. Where can revenues going to be down? Uh, from a standpoint, is you you might be able to play with fans, but you're not going to be able to pack sixty to eighty thousand in the Mm-mm. stadium. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things, and the players and those players on the video, they've already spoken, and those are the guys that you split revenue with. You split revenue with the players. I mean, that's, I, I, you know, I don't know. I didn't read exactly what Drew Brees' comeback on Twitter was uh, to him, but you can't. But the more people that well, you have. Well, keep in mind, when Drew took all the heat, Trump said he shouldn't have apologized. It, they, you know, you're supposed to be standing for the flag, blah, blah, blah. And Drew was like, no, actually, I've been educated, the- and we need to be listening, and it shouldn't be about the flag. It was never about the flag. So Drew kind of distanced himself. What Drew wanted to do, like, to me, the reply to Trump, and not because it's Trump or I have anything against Trump, but just that to me was more, um, I took that more genuine than I did the apology. Because, I mean, you didn't have to distance yourself from that. Like, you could have just let that tweet fade into the wind. But he chose to respond to Trump and, and use some of the things that he was told in that meeting from his teammates. And to me, like all the teammates have forgiven them. It seemed like they, who knows, they may go win the whole damn thing this year. I don't know. But I'm I'm and I and and for the record, I'm good with I'm good with the with what Bree said. I'm good with that. Like you if you're not learning from your m- m- mistakes, then you're not growing. Like, you know, he made a mistake. That's how that's truly how he felt about the flag at the time. But Somebody sat him down, broke it down to him fully, even though maybe, yo, we all felt like, well, you shouldn't have to have have it broken down to you. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. He had it broken down to him. Not only did he apologize, he also distanced from Trump. He could have hit by that tweet like, oh, I didn't even see that tweet or whatever, but he didn't. I'm good with the apology. Like, we can't, we all make mistakes, some of them bigger than the others. I'm, me, me and Bree's good with me. Bree's is good with me. Like, you, all you can do is learn. Are you can do like like what are we doing all this for? Like are we are we doing all of this so everybody stays the same? Or are we doing all this so everybody can talk about it and change. Talk about it and change. Like we gotta have discussion and gotta move forward. If not, then if not, this is all and for what nothing. Are we doing? And yeah, and hell yeah, he's protecting his money and he's protecting his brand. As hell. Sometimes the way when we on there, sometimes I'll be thinking like, damn, hold on. You know? Like that's why sometimes you hear us, we come on air and we're like Something will happen, and we're like, we're going to get that to that tomorrow. Because sometimes you need time, as we've learned in these 15 years, sometimes you got to let things digest before you just go live with it because you can say, because I've had to come in here and say, you know what, I probably shouldn't have said that. My bad. So sometimes you got to let things digest, and and you don't want to, and everybody has a job to do. Like, you think there's some of these military guys out there, some of these police out there aren't with George Floyd and the protesters, hell yeah, they are. But guess what? That your your mortgage is still coming, your car payment is still coming, your kids are gonna keep growing. You still gotta go buy food. And sometimes we all gotta we gotta do what we gotta do to keep money on the table. That don't mean we always agree with it, 
But I understand. I mean, I've seen some of these guys that are in uniform, like looking like, man, I really don't want to be here. I really want to be with y'all. But yeah. that's the job they pick, and that's what they got to do. Yeah, Drew Brees. Yes, he was worried about his money and his brand. Absolutely, but that doesn't mean he hasn't grown. He don't understand. So mm. I accept. I accept his apology because you don't never know when it's gonna be you. Mm. I accept it. I'm good with it. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. To the mackin' and jackin' the clothes, adolescents packin' the foes. A knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did? It was me, I suppose. JD in the rolls and looters in the cut. Supreme. All right, back here on the sports grind, 736-9760, broadcasting from the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Smoothie King at the Rim, they have a lot of variety of different flavors, smoothies. Also, you have add the fat burners. You can also have the immune boosters to help you keep your immune system healthy during these times. Uh, that is Smoothie King at the Rim, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right. And someone tweeted me, mm-hmm. Sam, said that the, the statement they said was two years ago, the Cowboys began conversations about social injustice that are ongoing. Whatever. Semantics. But yeah, so I appreciate the update, Mario. Yeah. That's what you kind of brought but that But the, the conversations were, we ain't kneeling. That's what the conversations were. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that I want to see. That, that's the thing that I want to see when it comes down to that. Uh, what his stance, speaking of so Jerry, is going to be. Does your boy get so? Does now someone throw him a, a, our bad, throw him a, our bad lifeboat and Cap have a job this coming up season? If he uh, wants to still play, I, I think you were ahead of the curve a little bit on that because I now I hear people talk about they don't know if Cap really wants to play. Um, I would still say um, no, not this season. I mean, because we just we I mean we have a. Uh, Super Bowl participant quarterback in Cam Newton that's been in the league that is out jobless because of the and part of that reason is just the supply and demand. I mean, there's there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's only 32 uh, jobs of these. Uh, so I would say no. Would I say yeah. never? I won't say never, but I doubt it. But the more you, the more time passed, you are uh, kind of bring me on your side that I don't know if he really. He has a different. I mean, look at Maya Moore. Maya Moore. That doesn't get enough credit yeah, for what she Maya did. Moore wanted to take on, you know, people being wrongly imprisoned. And next thing you know, she's taking off WNBA seasons to do that. Sometimes you just get a different calling. I mean, God bless the dead, Pat Tillman. You know, Pat had millions of dollars on the table. He was like, nah, man, I want to go I want to go fight. I mean, it may be the same with Cap. Maybe there was a point in time when he still wanted to play. But right now, I mean, he's got millions pouring into his foundation to help people with their cases, these people that are being arrested across the country. So, like, when you got that, when you got this type of mission on your hand, like, you're talking about 52 people in the locker room, but Cap has a nation of mm. people behind him. You know what I mean? It's just a different calling, just like with, mm. like you said, just like with my Moore, who probably doesn't get enough credit. No, I remember I had to come in here and bring I remember, that up because nobody – the mainstream, I like if that would have been LeBron or somebody else, a male, that was one of those because at first people didn't really, it wasn't, when she missed last year, it wasn't really glorified on why she did it. It was not until 
she came back or not came back but released with like you know possibly she'd be gone again and then it was highlighted of what she mm-hmm. was really doing 736 let's go to the phone let's go to frank frank you on the sports grind here on ticket 760 what's up frank what's up guys how y'all doing all right uh, man. great show as always thank you um just real quick no no topic particularly but uh saturday night watching the the fights going on um on twitter and i see ron artest aka metal world peace uh tweeting out hey i'm gonna do a zoom meeting if anybody wants to join say i and First thing I did was I replied, yeah, I and um, didn't think, you know, he would actually DM. But, yeah, he DM'd me the, the code link. And Saturday with, I don't know how many other people were on there with him, but actually had a little combo with him and, of course, smoked it up because that's what he does. But uh, it was real cool. He was able to connect with people and talked about it wasn't sports. It was about what's going on and how to change people's minds. No, not even minds, but open up their minds and try and get the discussion going on. And um, not too many uh, celebrities, athletes, are actually do something with the people like that. And I just thought it was pretty cool and just wanted to share that with y'all. And, Shout uh, out to Ron. Uh, I heard about LaMarcus. Uh, mm-hmm. That news could have been brought to us, you know, before this. But, uh, oh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh Yeah. Yeah, have a good uh, All right. day, All right. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, speaking right. of that, speaking of LaMarcus, um, yeah, like Sam said, it was on the 24th, and the Spurs GM, Brian Wright, as far as their expectations on Orlando, we want to go perform well. We want to continue to do that, but guys haven't been playing basketball in three months. They want to keep health and mind, the mind, health, and safety of the players. Uh, also... Lastly, there there'll be a one to one ratio because they they open their facilities up today, and uh, between mm. player and coaches working out, those coaches have to be wearing PPE. And right now, they can just have two players at a time in the gym, and they said it'll be like that until they ramp up training camp as they get ready to head to Orlando. That's all from Michael C. Wright down there. So they open up their facilities, but you can still only have two players in the gym at a time. So we're still social distancing in some places <laughs> oh, in, had, some, in some places we ain't we've had <laughs> in some spikes. places we, did you see the LA protest spikes in the, the last uh, week. the LA protest was cr- I mean not when I say crazy I'm talking about packed they were had 50,000 yeah. 50,000 people out there man and I'm like but you can only have two people at the gym at the but Spurs what's facility. Cr- what's crazy about <laughs> I'm like, this I'm confused now. is the spike that we're seeing in Texas and other parts. That's from Memorial Day weekend and Mother's Day. Like this whole protest. Oh, I mean, yeah. we're like 12, 13 days and people in the streets and stuff. So that's we haven't really seen the, the what the ramifications going to be with this. And I'm a firm. I mean, people are run to this and, and blame this and blame the protest. Just another reason to blame the protest. But we were going to be headed for a spike regardless. Anyway, but it's just like, ball. you know, we can go to a bar and trust me, they ain't doing that 25, 50 percent stuff. OK, these people ain't been making money in two, three months. Somebody got to come in there and tell you that you have too many people. So hmm. you have 30, 40 people at a bar, but only two people at the Spurs, only two players at the time in the Spurs gym. <laughs> I don't well, I get think it. a guy, I, I don't I mean, get it. I'm lost. I'm have, lost. Well, these guys got million dollars invested in them. So they're going to they're, they're they're do it. Just, they're yeah. going to social distance for real, yeah. for Joe real. Joe getting off of a nine hour shift. That wants a cold one before he has to go home deal with the family. 
<laughs> that's different than a guy that you got invested millions into that you want to still take precaution because again, there's no vaccine, there's no nothing. There's still body bags being, uh, you know, taken out. It's just you still got to take precaution, man. I mean, like I so said, we're only coming no back to normal. At the protests, huh? Some said, people are mad, some people ain't. A lot of hugging, high fiving. Well, the way I look at that, this is we're in the middle of a this this is this is a war right now that we're going on. The rest of it, we're trying to fight for a bigger cause, and there's casualties yeah, in the war. That's just the way I look at it, man. I mean, yeah. people want to go. Well, they're out there. This is good. Well, this is about this is a global change that's trying to come. We're witness history. Your kids, this is your kids going to be reading about this in the history books when they go. Over. Will they? Well, it depends. Will they? Well, you know, that's a good day. Will they? That's, that's a good day. I, I can't rebuttal to that. That's a good one. We, that's didn't, a know. Good we one. didn't learn it a depends. lot when we should have. We were just like, it depends. like, oh, y'all were slaves, and then Lincoln came and saved y'all. The end. Now we're on to chapter seven, going to the second second six weeks. Well, we only spent two days on that. Yeah, well. Christopher Columbus came over here and found it, and he just started partying. No, y'all left out the part about all the people he killed when he came over here. Like, y'all look crazy. So I don't know if this will be an issue, but it depends point. on how it turns out. That's a good point. When we get back, we're going to get to Jay's phone call. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcast for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um, all right, before we go on, let's go to the phone. Let's go to Jay. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Jay, you on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Jay? What up, fellas? What's up, man? Usual. Chilling, man. Yeah, I had a couple of takes I want to make. Yeah, initially when Drew came out saying the flag deal, Initially, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to his restaurant. I'm, I'm cutting off the money. And I thought about it for a couple of minutes. I was like, you know what? I forgive him. Even before he came out for the pot, you look, I was like, I'm not going to take my ball and run home. I'm not going to do like the people that stopped when they, when they posted, when they first started kneeling. 
they canceled their subscription. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stoop that late. Mm. I'm not going to stoop that late. I'm going to forgive the guy. Because of his body of work, I'm going to forgive him. I'm, I'm still going to go eat. And uh, come to find out the next day, he apologized. But I was kind of patting myself on the back because I didn't stoop that low. I forgave the guy. But shout out to Father Dave. It takes people like that to speak out, him, Sam, Salami, in order for change to happen. But that's the same all right, man. All right. Amen. All well, right, Jay. Appreciate the Thanks phone call, for, Jay. Thanks for the phone call. That was just on mine. With I, I, I look at it as being genuine from Drew because of what Jay just said about his body of work. That's why I felt like I was kind of surprised on the major back push he got from his peers uh, without kind of saying like, hey, we're disappointed in Drew for saying this or whatever because of the work he's done. And, uh, and, you know, uh, for a lot of African-Americans where he plays for when a time where a lot, even our own government was not rushing to their aid after the whole uh, Katrina situation right. and all that. But yeah. uh, that's why I think he's genuine. And another thing that's genuine, you know, I saw a uh, Pop's video. Who? Pop. Pop. Oh, yeah, man. And, you know, and I'll have he to say that. He I, he all, well, he and, was emotional. And, and, Rudy, the first time I saw it, I got kind of choked up because I'm coming from an aspect where I've been on Pop's ass for the last um, – three or four years based off of the organization I run. And as an African-American man, I would have to admit some of Pops, and I've joked to Rudy about it, some of his, uh, you know, this fight that he's been in the front line, I've just thought since to myself, 2016. since 2016, I've thought to myself, like, you know, I, I've lived here all my life. You've been here uh, 20 years plus, and I've never really heard about this uh, you know, until post this election situation. And I was just thinking, like, how much of this is genuine? And I think that's why I got kind of took it. When you look at that, and I looked at that, if there's anybody skeptical in regards to a hidden agenda or doing that, if you watch that, you would have to sit there and think, okay, this man is really passionate about this. And the reason why I say that is because, first of all, since he's been the coach of the Spurs, um, that's the first time – other than maybe his voice cracking when Tim Duncan was retiring or him having to speak with Tim and talk about if I had three people to choose the last dinner with, right. God and Tim, he didn't even – you never have seen Pop emotional. Like, he didn't even get emotional like that talking about his wife that passed away when he had to face the, the media for, for the, the first, first time. time. Right. So that – I mean, that was just straight from the heart. And I think when you got guys like that and that's going to continue, and I think that's the reason why you got some college coaches having to come out, that's what's going to sit there uh, to really force the issue on the people that basically I feel that are uncomfortable talking about it because they're either in denial or where we're at or they're just uncomfortable about it. So yeah. a hell of a video like, from Pop. Again, because that was a way they had already released one of their own, and then that was his. And then I, the Spurs released one with Sean Elliott, too, and Sean I didn't just— see that one. Yeah, Sean basically said he told a story about when he was playing Lock and Terra, and there's a hole on Lock and Terra that you— when you're coming down Lock and Terra Parkway, you know when you're going down Lock and Terra Parkway and you look to your right and you can see the course? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he was said he was right there, and— Someone just yelled out the window, hey, N-word, whatever. And, you know, he was with two white executives. It was him, Bruce, two white executives, and it was kind of awkward. He just was like, yeah. And then he said just the pressure of uh, – Sean said the toughest he deals with is the pressure of trying to represent black people in the best light possible at all times. And then he said he talked about the backlash. He Not backlash, but then he talked about black people saying, well, man, you talk white. And Sean's like, what mm. do you mean I talk white? So – Sean released a video. Also, I was on wow, the Spurs. Yeah, I was on the Spurs Instagram uh, page. I saw that this morning. So wow. Well, it's putting some conversations to the yeah. forefront that they have to. But yeah, pops was just 
Right on. Still don't know. I mean, again, we talked. Speaking of the NBA resuming, did you, which when we came in here and they kind of got the deal down, uh, there were some serious talks from according to Brian Winhurst. About what? There were some serious talks about negotiation going behind closing. Chris Paul's involved these about what the guys are going to be allowed to do and not. Like, it was just like, we're going to have to be here. For three or four weeks, because you notice there's no drug testing. No, no recreational. No recreational. So in other words, like, hey, man, if y'all need to burn a little bit of trees, y'all go ahead. But you don't don't do no HGH. Yeah. Don't do no EPO. Yeah. But if you need to burn some lettuce, go ahead. Certain guys, ping pong tables have to be present. Uh, Video game console, because they're looking at like you're because think about this. When you go down to Disney or when you're in this complex. Wonder if you're if you're out if you lose early, you're still stuck there through the process. Really, what I've heard that's oh, the information okay. I'm getting. Like if your team gets eliminated, you're committed so to be down there because the of lack of travel, huh? So basically, what are the rules? What can we do? It was just we? Brian was just touching on like th- there was some serious talks about requests to try to make the players as comfortable as possible that we're going to be in these settings. And they just see he goes, if you could think of it request wise, uh, think, oh, one of the ones he said, oh, no, this was Wojo. Wojo said, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the biggest topics were are we going to have uh, barbers there that are equipped to deal oh with us? God. Wojo put that one. Up. We was like, even came down discussion <laughs> that there were going to be barbers there. No, I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Yo, brothers need that fade to play well. It's something about having that good hair, that good fade in order to get out there and play well. You come out there looking like scruffy. Like only K and KD, the only person that can play like that. Everybody <laughs> wow. else. KD don't mind no guy going to the barber, but the rest of them dudes, the rest of them dudes <laughs> like, yo, man. So I guess, but, I mean, but most of these guys have a personal barber. I'm that's guessing, what I thought when I heard I'm it. guessing that you can... Have, I don't know. I mean, uh, like, is the team going to help me pay him? Because he tell me he's going to charge this much if he's going to have to be sticking here for too much. Something I would like think that. They mo- I, th- I would think most of them have a personal barber. And then I hear all that trying to make it work and get it back, even though I thought Silver, for the most part, was kicking the Canada Street. And we got baseball still at war over this money stuff. The owners, and, are tr- owners are trying to screw them, man. Owners are trying to flat out screw the players. They keep rewording stuff and saying the same things. Man, they, those both of those sides know they've got to have a season, man. They've got to they've got to have a season, uh, regardless. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Also, what else we got going on? So the yeah, so you heard the if you just tune in, Lamarcus Aldridge is going to have yeah, uh, season ending surgery. Um, well, he, he released, already had he already had he it. had surgery in April, but okay. the, the rehab according to the GM um, right. The the rehab didn't go as well as they had planned, and he's not going to come back this season. And you know, uh, but Wright a- did say that most of the guys do the gym is open. He said most of the guys are here locally, so they can get those guys in, and then they're working on a plan as far as to when to bring in the guys. Like I know Demar was out in Cali yesterday with Westbrook, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar at the protest. So I don't know when Demar is going to be back to report. But uh, according to the GM, right, most of the guys stayed here, stayed in this market. Yeah, and he released a quote, disappointed I won't get to finish right. the season with my teammates, but excited that I'll be fully ready to go next season and beyond. And beyond. Beyond. Are you sure, LaMarcus? Beyond. And you think about uh, DeRozan, 
Um, like you said, he was out there with Brad. I did see that. So, so you have to wonder when he's going to. Yeah, Spurs is just one of these teams I think was in a tough spot with this whole pause for two and a half, three months because they were on the outside looking in and from all indications that you heard early is that they were not going to, they were going to probably try their damnness to resume with just the playoff teams that were there and you know, and it goes back to you know, the mindset, just the mindset of where they're at uh, you know, mentally and physically. And I mean, a lot of teams going to have to answer that question, but the Spurs were one of those teams that were kind of like in limbo to be, are we going to come back or are we not? And you just have to wonder how much are they going to be able to accomplish in a two and a half week, three week type That's of training camp like if setting. You've, if you've, and if you've ingratiated yourself in this, in the protests and stuff like that, and you're one of them teams that kind of outside looking in, do you even... At this point, do you even want to do that? I mean, that's your job. You're getting paid to do it, but do you even want to do that? Does well, I usually think that, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying I'm putting myself in his shoes. Like, do I want to fly my family back to San Antonio, get to working out? Like, or do you just rather just keep keep on the good fight with the, all the protests and stuff? Do you even want to come back and do that when you, there's a good chance you don't make the playoffs? Well, that's crazy. You Especially you now asked with that LaMarcus because, being out. Because I know another thing that, uh, you know, Brian Winhurst and Woj was saying that, you know, there was some discussion that if because of the events that were going on that are going on right now, if some guys really felt comfortable to come back now. It kinda like what you're saying, do you That's have it. the mental right. capacity? And I'm pretty sure there is some guys that are not really ready and to come back. And then want to break. Because I know, I mean, is what's the way to do it? Like, even I question myself sometimes, like, okay. Should I be saying anything at all on my platform if it doesn't have to do with George Floyd? Like I've had those conversations with myself. Like, am I am I saying enough? Am I using my platform enough? But then I'm like, well, you know, I do have a, I do do radio. But like, you you have those questions, and you're like, so I can understand those guys being like, damn, should I even be worried about basketball right now? But then again, I mean, as hard as it is, we do have to keep. While while doing our part, you do have to get back to some sense of normalcy and can keep going. You got to. I mean, you you, you got to keep, keep going. So you have to try. Like but I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's different. But I mean, I've had those conversations with myself. Like, ah, oh, damn, should I be posting a meme right now, or should I be strictly just George Floyd? But then I was like, dude, I'm 42. Uh, I live it. Like, yeah. I've been going. And and I and that's another thing I said. Like you know, unfortunately. We've been fighting this good fight for a long time. I mean, going back to 2004, the way we were treated on the conservative talk station by some of those fans, and mm-hmm. we were talking racial issues on these airways for 10 years, and people call up asking us why we making stuff about race and taking heat from um, listeners and things like that when it wasn't popular. And I'm not saying that people's stuff isn't genuine, but right now mm-hmm. it's popular to be, you know, pro-black you know and when we we're pro-black sometimes it was frowned upon by our listeners like why y'all got to do like that why you got to be like that why you got to be like that so I'm i like, think no, we've always continuing now in the last week and a half we've been dealing with this and pretty much putting in the perspective of the last 15 years i think this show's done a good job of having a fair balance of it having a balance of it like when it needs to be talked about whether it's whether the masses agree with us or not or either you or not it's just that's where i think we've had and i think that's prepped us because there are some people again black white and hispanic that right now with nothing going on no foreign entertainment sports they're uncomfortable in talking about it yeah. i mean they're just that's just the reality of what i'm seeing and hearing with my own eyes over the last week 
736-9760. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um, okay, another thing you had on the docket was in regards to speaking of like kind of like with the Iowa situation, uh, with college, what's going on there. It's another thing you had was uh, the locker room culture and and race. <laughs> yeah, where, where did you? Where were you going I, with that? In my our experience, my experience, it's always been a place where you could get off jokes that weren't so. Um politically correct like the locker room is some stuff said in there and you kind of I guess you yeah you just kind of laugh it off I mean everybody's joking about everything I mean we telling people telling white jokes people telling black jokes people telling Asian jokes people telling Latino jokes I mean hasn't that always been the case it's been the case, Rudy, but I think it's different like, times or now. Or making fun of stereotypes of certain races. It's always uh, I been think that way. I think it's different times now. It's different times. And I'm not talking just because of the George Floyd situation. Even prior to that, you've heard comedians say that they can't. There's certain things that you do on a comedian that no, you're going to Comedians act. are saying the only person that's still like trucking along is, is Chappelle. They said they, that's why a lot of people feel like Chappelle's the GOAT. Because my, everybody, most comedians have changed their way of doing things. Is that the only person that ain't really changing right. and saying what he want to say is Chappelle? Yeah, I think it's different. In, in our time in locker rooms, you know, through high school in the 90s, other stuff like that, I think in around team events, yes, that's a thing that's kind of been like one of those things because I think at that time there was a there was a time to where you could – decipher in regards to the time and place of what was joking or what was it not. Now at times I think it's even different. And it's now even we never started. had coaches. I never had coaches like like they said Chris Doyle did he, you know, tell him, you know, I'll send you back to the streets. Like why are you walking around with all that swagger? I'll send uh, you back to the streets I've or or he turned his that. hat around. According to one player he turned his hat around backwards and dropped his pants like he was sagging and was walking all like I I never seen a coach make racial jokes but amongst the players oh my gosh it was ridiculous or a coach telling you go chase it like you're chasing that bucket chicken. of chicken no oh. i never had a coach tell me go chase go run like i'm chasing a bucket of chicken no well look how look look just go back what was that six years now maybe maybe a little bit longer somewhere around there what go look at the richie incognito situation on how that played out what about the being the bully about the about the N word oh, in there yeah. and the, and the I forgot who was the guy that was on the end of that Stanford lineman was former Stanford I forgot the guy that was the other receiving that but you had a situation where that played out and the the topic was that language and what was going on making jokes about his mom teasing about it, the whole deal in that situation at that time with the Miami Dolphins when the the, the deal so back when we were yeah now. 
it's a little bit different. But I agree with you. Never a coach from a coach standpoint, no. Um, haven't heard coaches um, express that per se. Um, also, again, you've always said that you're dealing with a different culture and the younger ones that are really like they're the lesser ones that might see color like we do. Don't see and, color, and don't, yeah, yeah, that don't see color, and it goes on in that. But I think it's def. I I don't think that the locker room climate is the same uh, in regards to what you can say and what you can't. Not what you can't. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, I'm just, thinking about the '90s. '90s. I mean, you you had to take the good the bad. We we it was all types of jokes flying. Look at the ways you used to talk that we used to talk about in sports, sticking to sports, but think about what we used to say to push another person's button, black, white, Hispanic, Chinese, or purple, when the terminology, what we used to do, and we feel like you wasn't man enough. If you wasn't man oh, enough. Remember those yeah. terminology? Like, can you that do, was a regular can, can, word. Can, that's what, that for, was a regular for, word. For, for, for everybody. For 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 blacks, whites, that was, and a, regular, and, and that was a regular last, term. Last you use eight, that seven now, years. you getting fired. There's a lot going on with that. You can't say that word. That was a regular word. So that's changed um, over the course of. I was just saying back to it because of, as far as because it, it made me think about it because of the Iowa situation. Like man, you know, the locker room used to be a place where you had to have a little bit thicker skin. You had to have a little bit thicker skin because there was going to be some. Not so nice things said in there. Yeah, that's the old school. Yeah, I don't think it's really too many locker because even if you have a group that's okay, let's say if you got the offensive. Let's say we're talking football locker. Let's say if you got the offensive linemen that are group, they go to meetings together. They do this, any any level. Like even if you talk college, high school, so they've gone a bond. You could tease each other, whatever. Right. But let's say if there's somebody that's in that cornerback position or running back position oversees it, somebody's gonna get offended or somebody's gonna take it the wrong way. So you can't to to me you can't do that and and, and kind of get away with it. I mean you can't you I mean and these days and time it depends. It, I, like it depends on who your leaders are on that particular team and that sport. It depends on what that culture is, but I just think in the masses and this is way before even the events of the last 10 13 days, you can't that it's it's without a doubt it's probably different. Way different now, because you're because you've been living in more yeah. sensitive times. Yeah, and I remember that. Salami and I got into it with the incognito thing because it was Jonathan Martin. Oh. It was, that's it was Jonathan it was. Martin, and I my beef with everyone feeling sorry for Jonathan Martin was how do we ask elementary kids to stand up to bullying, but not a grown man. Like, if he's bullying you. I don't think I remember that debate. Yeah, Salam was like, what are you talking about, Rudy? Like, the guy's like, he's been tormented. I was like, yes, I get that. But what do we tell? What do you tell your third grade son or daughter when they keep coming home telling you about a bully? You're like, hey, at some point, you at some point you got to stand up to that person. But Jonathan Martin, a grown man, 6'6", 330, we don't coddle him. Nah, I can't think I like remember our that children, conversation. Our children are getting bullied daily. And we and we begging them stand up for yourselves, and the person next to him stand up. Nobody else in the locker room stand up to him. You know why? Because they're waiting for him to do it. They're waiting for him to do it. And again, I, I 
I'm not I'm not trying to be insensitive to Jonathan Martin, but I'm gonna hold a grown man making a few million dollars at six six three thirty. I'm gonna hold him to the same standards we hold our children to. But yet still Rudy, grown men or not, kids or not, some kids, some people are mentally weaker than others in that. They don't know how to defend themselves. Yeah. You know, brought up different around. I think that situation was, you know, I mean, be real. I mean, Martin going to Stanford all that, you you might, like, if you're not grown up around that, that could be a huge culture shock to you to be around that, whether you're black, white, and Mexican or not. If, you, if you've grown up in certain areas and certain, you know, ways and you're not used to being around that, and when you get around it, especially at a professional NFL level, it could be overwhelming to that. Right. But to your main point, no, I don't think, I don't think the, from where we were growing up, I don't think the locker rooms are, are the same that you can really – get like that and i think all the stories are coming out now is i i liken it to the me too movement like it's like mm. a lot of people were a lot of women were nervous to come out they didn't know how to come out and then now with the uh stories of racism going on at certain college campuses um i think it's the same thing it's because as a black person you're constantly if when if you do bring up race everybody comes at you shut up you race baby you, you, you race baby why you always got to the race car and you get and you get to the point where you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy. Like, damn, man, I don't I don't want to be the guy that bring, that says like that what coach said what coach telling me to chase the bucket of chicken. I don't want to be the sensitive guy. I'm gonna just have to suck it up. I'm here, I'm getting a free education. And now everybody's coming out and you, it's just like Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Like the women, like, oh, wow, well, okay, well, then I'll tell you my story. And that's why every day now we've seen a different story because you've been scared into not saying anything because, like, don't be that person. Like, that's how the people that are racist have combated racism by telling you, stop always talking about race. That was 400 something years ago. They'll tell you to forget about racism, but never forget about 9-11. Doesn't really make much sense. You should never forget about either one of them. So that's why, and why you gonna hear something by the end of, by the time we get back Thursday, there'll be another college kid that's come out and said this coach did something. Because it's just like I said, it's just like the Me Too movement. Like, well, hell, look, I'm gonna tell everybody what happened to me. We all gonna there's strength in numbers. Your favorite state, your favorite slogan. The Me Too and the race one. I'm uh, no, I'm yeah. no, I'm saying I'm talking about as far as people feeling comfortable. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about as far as people wanting to speak out, feeling comfortable, and no longer scared to speak out. That's all I'm comparing it to. Right, 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 right. Telling your story. When we get back, we're going to get to Frank's phone call. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
I might be too strong out on compliments Overdosed on confidence Started not to give up and stop fearing the consequence Drinking All right, back here on the Sports Grind 736-9760 Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios Um... All right, before we go on, uh, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Frank. Frank, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's hey, up, what's Frank? Up, gentlemen? What's hey, up, what's Frank? up, man? Hey, listen, man, I'm going to make it quick, okay? I know other people want to want to get on with you guys. Listen, man, all this thing that's going on, I don't know if you guys mentioned it. You know, a lot has to do with the parents, how they educate their kids, too, uh, you know, with stuff that goes on like this. Um, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah, that goes. I understand what you're saying. That goes along the lines of how you're absolutely. raised, and and, yeah. and you right. know, that goes without saying. Yeah, what absolutely. What's what's wrong from right and that and stuff. It all it does start with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I'll be honest with you, man. I don't. I'm not a racist or anything, but unfortunately, I hate to say it, man. But I came from a family like that. You know, uh, my family, like if they see an African American, it's all all they do is criticize. You're inside a pool, an African American comes in. You know, oh, you got to get out and all Jeez. that. So, you know, let's get, let's start, you know, I think we got to start blaming the parents a little bit, too. Hey, Frank, okay, I got a question for you since you came honest with yeah, this. And I know go you ahead. call the show. Um, if you say that that's a, a family, that that's kind of how you were brought up and raised. How, how did how did you steer your mind not to be that way? How did you break no, away from that? Is that what you're instilling? The, the thing about me is, man, I played in, in high school. I played football, basketball. And, you know, you know, you get used to the people, you know what I mean? You know, it was an African-American singer, you know, we're a team. Why should I hate them? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm going to play and hate people, I might as well not play. Was you know? that was that your parents, your cousins? When you say family, I need more specifics. Was no, it I your... think my family, like my family, like let's say if a white girl marries an African-American, you know, to them, that's like a sin, you know? And, oh. I don't know, man. It's just hard to explain, but like I'm saying, man, some parents, man, they have to take... We have to take a little more responsibility, you know. No, because I, parents, I, man, they, they, they treat their kids. Oh, don't hang around this so and so and so, and you know that's a big issue here, man. No, it, okay, it I'll take it off the air. No, it is, it is. Uh, thanks for the phone call, Frank. There is that is a big issue wow. here. That's been an issue here. Um, I'm born and raised here. I've I've become. I mean, when people and this is what Rudy and I've always said. This I mean, racism comes in all forms and shapes. There's 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 black people with races. There's whites, of course, the Mexicans, Hispanics. Because I've lived here in San Antonio and encountered racism from Hispanics. I mean, to be real with you, I'm born and raised here. Never lived anywhere in my life. I tell my girl that all the time, and when I feel it, I point it out to her to let her know. You see. Uh, because cause it's one of those situations. It is, man. It is. that We don't talk about that. That's a whole other show, but trust me. All right? Because when my girl complains, I'm like, what are you complaining about? It's 77, 73 population. You, what, 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 are you, what are you fighting? And you female. When you come and play, don't talk to me about that. You know? <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, so anyway... Um, but you know what? Yo, what Frank, Frank is for saying, fighting against that, though. What Frank is saying is true. There's a there's a video that's going around. Going around. I, I don't it. know if it's like did you about about the, the white girl. girl talking to her parents, but she don't show her parents of what she's saying. That's sad in a way, but also is good to where there might be some hope. And that goes back to what you've been preaching about because you got I'm kids proud of in this kids, generation. Man. I'm stuff. proud of Generation Z. I'm proud of is Generation Z. Is that what it is, Z. Generation Z? Yeah, man. I like Generation Z. Generation Z might save this beautiful country of ours one day. They got a totally different way of looking at stuff. I mean, a lot of people may think it's like they're spoiled. A lot of people may think they're laid back. 
But the one thing that's plagued is the one vaccine we don't, one thing we don't have a vaccine for is racism. And that I think Generation Z might be that vaccine. I hope so, man. It's it's been a long one. Homophobic. It's, it's, it's been a uh, long. Racist. No vaccine for those things. And I, like I said, I think Generation Z might be that vaccine because they do not care. They do not care. Hmm. And, and I mean, well, then don't you have to give some credit to then their parents then? Absolutely. And that era Absolutely. that we in and their parents Absolutely. is birthing you do. them. Hell yeah, you do. Of course. Because, I mean, because if it's if if it's taught, yeah. Because that girl was in that video we were speaking of. You haven't seen I'm that sure girl was telling got everything. Fired, man, I hope they don't. I mean, I, I don't care. I don't hope, but yeah. I'm sure somebody found out. I work with her dad. I'm getting him out of there. Then you just heard that like, stop it with that. Like, like they're ghetto. He's like, <laughs> like dad, what? She's like, why are you saying that? They haven't had to suffer. Oh, stop it. Then a mom chimes in. Look Going at the in. statistics. <laughs> She's like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, spit them out. Yeah, because there's more of y'all. I mean that's I mean that's that's one in that yeah, way. I've so you can that. look at it. You can look at it that way. Um, let's see. Still no I questions. Put? I still haven't got no answer. I guess they're not listening today. In regards to the no, I did. Situation. I did. I got. I got a couple answers for you actually. Yeah, there was a couple answers I got for you. Ooh. One was um, Judge at J Miles, nineteen eighty eight. Tell Calvin nobody can beat Amanda, including him. <laughs> I would. Just, For, I wouldn't. I, I, wouldn't fight I can't. That. I can't fight her either. And uh, at Fatboy underscore Natred, the difference between Nunes, Nunes and Rousey. Rousey was a one trick pony. Once they figured her out, she was done. Nunes has multiple skills in the cage, and is an expert at all fighting styles. Hmm. And she's still undefeated, right? Has anybody beat her before oh, in the no, UFC? No one. No one responded We'd have to, to look me at on that. that. Well, uh, yeah, I just thought because I was like, you know, I'm not a really a casual uh, buyer, even UFC fan, but I know every time there's a woman, for every time she wins, there's nobody that seems like the other person seems like I saw the highlights and this one seems like they don't even belong in the same ring or octagon, I should say, as as her. So, OK, I knew we had some uh, UFC people uh, sprinkled out there, per se. Seven, three, six, nine, seven, sixty. What else? There was something else. uh NFL uh, that went on that touched on I wanted to talk about. I did bring up last week. I don't know. I was in the shop. I did bring up that the Kansas City Chiefs, they've already started in regards to uh, Patrick Mahomes' contract talks. Right? Yeah, we talked about that, that on Friday, yeah, Friday, but I didn't know That's why. The, you said you don't know why they're doing that? No, I mean, I mean, I, when we talked about it on yeah. Fridays, I didn't know why it was this early. But then we also said probably because they want to break, not make him get two hundred million. I just think it's a respect factor. Not obviously has he gone out and won a league MVP and a Super Bowl, but I think it's one of those that if you're going to be that guy for a franchise, um, you don't want to. I mean, you don't want to have that individual go into the last year of of their contract per se but i bring that up it's just the fact that you know that's one of those and i said it friday if you missed on friday's show that if you're a dallas fan you damn sure uh don't want patrick uh to beat to the punch to get his deal done before dak it has nothing to do with dak being in the same crowd as patrick because i'm not saying that it's just not it's just about the because it still messes up with the financial situation i mean that sets the bar even even if even if Dak can't ask for the same amount of money that Patrick's going to ask for, he gets that still raises it the bar. Up the, right, yeah, it drives up the price. Right, but uh, 
I kind of agree with Adam on this with Schefter. I, I think this is, you know, a few more days uh, and we'll be right at a month. We'll have four weeks to count down the deadline till July 15th when they've got to get it done. Uh, but I that that's going to be one of those that we'll wait and see. And in an uncharted territory year that we're having, especially with the COVID, not really OTAs and this and that, Dallas is another one. And this is why I do really think Dak has some leverage because this is a situation they've got a new coach, a staff, new offense, and you're not going to have a traditional camp in the length that you have uh, to figure things out and get it going. So that's the reason why I – I stand by that, but I think by July 15th. But, yeah, Patrick, they're already getting theirs theirs going, and that's going to change things for Kansas City because then it really comes down to, which they've done a decent job of then, but now it really puts the pressure on how Kansas City uh, drafts when you're pretty much thinking that. And then the next one probably be up. Because uh, I don't think he's got a new deal of, of late. This? I don't think our deal would be Kelsey, right? And he going to be lined up? Well, for Kelsey him? had already got some him? money, but it's, it's almost up. I think after this coming up season. Um, and you got Kittles. Kittles from Port Nice said, "Hey, man, I want to be one of the top. I want to be the top play tight end." Kittles so stood with the players. The former, you know, he's an Iowa kid. He went to Iowa. He's still with the former players. Because he's probably saying, everybody, hey, you're right. He ain't lying. Everybody, this is the first time I see everybody's scared to say anything. The kid was like, no, nah, he ain't kid lying. Kid was like, yep, they right. Yep, I, I seen it, and I'm with them. I'm like, damn. Mm. I mean, just to think of that former coach, we were talking about the kind of word coach, the coach from here that got Texas ousted. State. Yeah, Texas State, excuse me. And I Boy. think he's in some type of Hall of Fame, per se. But yeah. no, Kittles is talking about getting paid as well, too. And the only thing I'll say, man, that that's another one. That tight end position, they can't do what they did with the core. You can't let that one get out of whack. You know? The last thing I need is Noah Fanta to have a breakout year and all of a sudden you're getting kiddos, getting paid. It always comes you down get, to your personal you get, Hey, they did your you personal see did you needs. see them march in the streets this week up in Colorado? No. Vaughn and all them? Kareem Jackson on them, all black. It. They changed their whole thing. The Denver's organization say, you either with us or you against us. John Elway released a statement. I ain't never heard John talk he about race. No, I don't know if he's he just said, hey, I've, I've, I've done a lot of learning to listen to my players over the last you know, few you know weeks or so. We've got to do something with this criminal justice and blacks and all that. That's yeah, coming from Elway. Like, I'm with y'all. Don't come yeah. out to me. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where it is, you know. I said, man, I said, Vance, because it's Vance, my Vic, man. Vic getting through like, that's all right, man. Don't rally around him. He he meant well. Had tacking the coach still in the headlines for that. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. That's on me, baby. Yeah, you can if you want but not on me, baby. You know, I ain't taking no All right, back here on Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, they are hiring. Uh, great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff in the community, so, so hit them up. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, let's see. What else do we – I think we hit on everything that we're supposed to today. So uh, by the time we uh, reinvene on Thursday, we'll see that if baseball 
has made any progress into an agreement? Because I think at the time it's only going to take a day or two to have a response from this latest 70, what, 6, 74, whatever game proposal it was with pay cuts. Um, so we'll probably have an update on that. Uh, we'll go on the um, – the the coach the coach and team watch like Rudy said or who else gets outed um, in regards to saying something because you have a lot of people probably going back trying to sponge a lot of stuff on account of stuff you know it's funny Shannon Sharp was <laughs> you heard him say because he he's talking about how he gets the cues all the time of race baiting like if he brings something he's like yeah my I'm response sorry. been to it like when they tell me it's like yeah and they biting today. They bite. I was like, Shannon, stupid. He's like, yeah, what the people told Shannon, he goes, yeah, they bite today. Shannon has a lot of money to fall back on. Everybody can't do what Shannon do. Like, yeah. not everybody in the media is a former NFL or NBA player. So, like, some stuff, he's just like, uh. I mean, I know you ain't never bit your tongue in 14 years, 15 Bro, years no. on. You I, ain't never bit your tongue in 15 years. I can admittedly say I've bitten my tongue. Quite a few times, but because it's like it's not a lot of these jobs running around, but right or your wrong. ass just don't care. Our, our situation is a little different because I figured the the fans wise, I've always didn't care what people yeah, think, but you're from crazy. the advertiser spot, I always it's a little bit different because I feel like they they got to know me a little bit somewise, so you know they kind of know before because I deal with them firsthand, and that's just one of those and right and different. But yeah, I thought that was laughing when I heard Shannon's like, yeah, they biting the day though. <laughs> It's like whatever they come back to me with that about Rachel, yeah, but they biting. Um, you know, Jordan what? released another statement after the fact of the hundred million. I I don't have it right in front of me, but it was just paraphrasing. Like we've been, you know, yeah, we've been going we to he paraphrasing. He said we tired. Yeah, we tired. I'm like, Mike's just looking like, like you know what, man. Mike like, it's like man, that's LeBron, a lot of money. Mike to like, LeBron on, DJs. on my ass. <laughs> what you talking LeBron about? LeBron on my ass. I got to step up. <laughs> like it first released the last dance. Now you're doing social injustice stuff. But look again, better late than never. Yeah, better late than never. Yeah, because I, I mean, because my if if Mike was just dead silent, one it wouldn't shock us, and two we'd just be like that status quo. Yeah, but right. I mean, Mike He's made a, now, Mike though. made a lot of money with the black community. Mm-hmm. So he ain't got no. He really had another hundred million. He made that off. He made that off of two three pairs this year. Knowing kids was getting shot off from, but no, the one, the one industry that ain't failing is the shoe industry. They still make money. Those shoe people, yeah, them sneakerheads. Sneakerheads are freaking crazy. Yeah, They're Mike crazy. knew that the kids were getting shot or whatever. But we only gonna release eight. We still ain't gonna release nine. Exactly, just to keep it going. And you know, um, sweatshops. Speaking, you asked about the. You didn't see it. The uh, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Did you watch it? Be water, my friend. Be water. Yeah, did you I watch did. Bruce Lee? Sam? I saw, I, no? Yeah, I saw it. it. It was all right. I mean, it was. Uh, there's. I'm no Bruce Lee. Like I've never been no Bruce Lee expert. I didn't know he was born here though. I didn't know he was born in San what Francisco. Kind of, what you, what? Well, I thought he was born from over there and then came over here. I didn't know he was born in San Francisco. And Bruce and all, and I and also the myth too. This I thought he died. What? I thought he died on the set because you know this that whole was conspiracy. His son, I thought that he well, died his son on the set. died on the actor set. He technically did die on on set, but it was a, getting ready to make a movie, and it was something he was complaining of a headache, and then they gave him this, you know, what gave him a pill or whatever, and he had some type of just died in his sleep oh. or whatever. But I and again a young, but no, he changed again. Kareem Abdul was in that documentary because I remember I didn't remember, but they did a movie type together, and Kareem's like, look, man. Uh, America wasn't ready for a Chinese superstar, an Asian superstar at that time in Hollywood. Because Kareem, Kareem, that's been Kareem's mission. She don't care. You talk about for everybody. Kareem was sitting there talking about the things that 
Bruce had to go to from the movie industry, from the major publisher. But it was okay, though. God was in hell of a shape, man. Oh, hell he shredded. A, hell shredded of a to shape. the bone. Yeah. Shredded um, to the bone. No, I didn't get to see Bruce. But it's, it, was, it was okay. And then next week they have the... Uh, like I said, Sammy. the Sammy's And it's crazy, man. They saved baseball, and then baseball raked them over <laughs> the coals. Like, you know, like, hey, we're going to use them, let them, let them. And then once they were out it, like, baseball's kind of like, hey, this is, we're not going to stand for this. Like, you're not going to stand for this. They saved you. They saved you. Nobody was gave a damn about baseball at that time, passerby. But I was a passerby at that time, and I was like, no, you yo. You don't have a lot of kids sitting, Tommy sitting with dads watching this, and they show a lot of highlights from Sam. Their dad can be, kid can be saying, man, you know, they skeptical everything. That ain't him. That wasn't that same guy. Well, they look at Sammy is he now. Still ble- is his skin still yeah, bleached? Yeah, Sammy's still doing that. It's a cream that he's invest. It's like a company he's invested in, and per se. But yeah, no, he's uh, self hate. He, yeah, he's he's that's he's still there. But now I just thought it was ironic that they doing this, and this could become the same week where the owners and players just say to hell with it, man. We can't come to a conclusion. We'll see y'all in February, if that. Bad, bad deal. Bad. It'll be all right. But uh, a bigger fish to fry. True. Way bigger fish. To and fry. Thursday, when we get back, try what to explain to about? me a little bit more too about how this is really going to work in the NBA with this, with the spur. Like, what are the Spurs going to have to do to get in? And if they do get in, kind of explain with that too. I understand the schedule first, but I mean, we could we can attempt it. Or I mean, that that's the way I look at it. And you did catch, you did say that right. You know, Kyrie said it. Don't count on him either. Yeah, he said the only thing they can count on me is possibly be on the bench. KD said he's done. As Sean Marks like, stop it. We're not rolling y'all out here. Well, the for that. teammates probably did cartwheels when Eric Kyrie, probably the guy they played better at stretches that he wasn't on there. But yeah, Kevin Durant probably was not better. And someone sent me a tweet. Dinwiddie bought a house down here. Dinwiddie. I don't know why. I'm not sure why. That's weird. He's actually their best player when KD and Kyrie are out. Hmm. I just told him I ain't getting my hopes up. I just know it's cheap down here to live. Houses down here. You what? You get a house for it down here. The house in the, like this size of this room in Cali is two mil. Oh yeah, I mean the cost of living yeah. and what type of house. I don't you know. Get maybe from his, maybe his lady is from down here. I don't know, but. And this is another thing you got to wonder: Is Pop going to be on the sideline? Because they said there's a lot of upper age coaches that are not going to be be coaching on the. Uh, man, Pop was up in D.C. painting Black Lives Matter on the street. Man, Pop ain't worried about no basketball. <laughs> Pops, did you see that? The, right on the there street? by the White House. Yeah, and I said my dad <laughs> like, posted it about time because I said they've done it for the LVG community. They've done it for that community as well, too. I've been saying that about time they can put it on the streets. They did it downtown. Where I mean, where they been? They named. They renamed the street. They renamed the plaza. No, it was Black Lives Matter Plaza. <sighs> making them upset, boy. Making them, well, making them nauseous. Uh, that's what that's all it's going is making them nauseous. Um, no, other than that, man, that's I think a, that we got to it all. That's a wrap for today. So um, we'll be back on Thursday. And like I said, if you didn't tune in on Friday, probably um, here soon. Don't have a certain date to it. We'll start getting back to the uh, five day a week uh, format here, when? and we'll keep you posted. Don't have a date yet, but it's 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 sooner than later. I'll tell you that. Look at Sam's looking like when. Sam All right, like, man. Sam don't want to work. <laughs> That's a wrap. Sam like, I'm tired. Special <laughs> thanks to the producer of the show, Rudy J, myself, Calvin, Sir. Sam, spin the one and twos. 
San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you to snooze button and fill you out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See y'all Thursday. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find, my order? My, order? find my Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more.